0: Everybody doing all right? Oh, then i got to stir up something then, huh? <laughs> we didn't finish last week's a message. And uh, Oh, yes, yeah, so we want to thank, because people ask me sometimes is there anything they need to do. I want to thank those people who wrote the checks for the lights. They look nice out there. You all probably didn't miss them. But this is the last Sunday. If you want to write, just put a check, put lights on it. All right? Remember, I told you, there's not, you don't want a heavy billfold. Lighten that thing up. Our purse, all right. So we talked about last week, and we didn't get to finish it. The Bible teaches us through Jesus Christ that everybody's got a cross they must bear. It's Scripture. Jesus tells us that we're going to have a cross. And the problem with most people, they don't understand that, that that's just the way it is. And what I want to talk about today with the cross is everything costs. You see, if if you go on a good diet, it costs. Right? If you go on a bad diet, it costs. Right? You see, you you understand what I'm saying? And uh, if you get a poor education, it costs. If you get a good education, it costs. Is that right? You see, if you make some vows and don't keep them, it costs. If you make the vows and keep them, it costs. So so there's nothing in life that doesn't cost something. And see, so what has to happen is before we do things, we need to weigh up, what is this going to cost me? You understand what I'm saying? It's just like, see, if you remember I told you, if you're going to get married and have children, it costs. You have absolutely no life. If you stay single and don't have children, when you get old, there's nobody to take over to help you, it costs. Right? Everything costs. Your good food costs. Bad food costs, right? So what we cannot try to do is, is duck these costs. You see, if, if you work hard, it costs to work hard. If you don't work hard, it's going to cost you. Isn't that right? If you want to grow spiritually, it's going to cost you some pain, Right? And if you don't grow spiritually, it's going to cost you some pain. So the key to it is, is everything is going to cost you something and you must be willing to pay the cost. I think it was a blue song once. you got to pay the cost to be the boss. I think that was right. Well, see, so that's, that's how it works. It, that's how it works. And so we want to talk about this today briefly, what it costs. If you want to stay sober and you're in recovery, guess what happens? It's going to cost. Are you all with me? It's going to cost you something, all right? And so, uh, uh, and then also, if we're going to follow Jesus, Jesus said what? Y'all look at me. They're taking care of their business. Jesus says, pick up your what? And follow him, right? So he's telling you, you're going to have what? You're going to have a cross that you must bear. Does that make sense? All right. To, to live a sin, sinless life, come on, to live a sinless life, it costs. To, to live a sinful life, it costs. So we want to talk about that. Now, here's the, here's the key to, to this whole thing is we're trying to get to the point where we can become responsible Christians, Amen. not church goers. Y'all know there's a difference between a church goer and a responsible Christian. Are you with me? Yes. All right. Remember, a responsible Christian is different than a church goer. Are we good? Uh, and see, and a lot of times, this is why people don't want to come to church, It's because they see us not willing to pay the pa- cost. Then they say, why should I deal with that, right? So everybody, know, everybody agree with this. Uh, if you're married, you know it costs, right? If you if you divorce, you, if you divorce, you know it costs too, right? <laughs> yeah, right? Every, everything, costs something, right? So this, the Bible, is, I call the Bible the commentary of life. Are you saved? Well, now you need to learn how to live. And this is what we deal with here. And we, I don't know where we stopped at, what, what verse we stopped at last week. I think it was around 27. Is that right? Yes. All right. So here's what we're going to deal with today. We're going to deal with the cost of things, and then we're going to deal with when did you lose uh, what God gave you. And sometimes you lose what God gives you because you didn't want to pay the cost to keep it. That's good. I ought to be a pastor. All right, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead.
1: All right, so we're reading from Luke 14 from the message, and we're going to start at verse 28. Is there anyone here who, planning to build a new house, doesn't first sit down and figure the cost?
0: See, here's what happens. This is the Bible talking to you. This is, Jesus is using this as a parable. He's saying when you get ready to build something up, you need to f- figure out what it's going to cost you. And he uses that parable, is there anyone here, he's talking to us here today, that wants to build something new, a new foundation in your life or a better life, then you need to sit down and see how much it's going to cost you, right? There, there, if you want to live a good, strong Christian life, you need to say, wait a minute, what's this going to cost? It's going to cost me something. It's going to cost me something. It'd be, you'd be crazy to sit down and say, I want to build a house and not figure out how much it's going to cost you. Well, some people would anyway, all right. I <laughs> didn't get an amen out of that one. okay. Okay, all right.
1: So we must sit down and figure the cost so you will know if you can complete it.
0: He said, so you've got to figure the cost to see if you know that if you can complete it. Well, this parable can be used in anything. This can be used in a relationship. This can be used in a marriage. This is, can be used when you want to have children. Come on. Amen. Not you. You're supposed to be and me to tell me I'm right. Not that you really want to do it. Do you understand? Man, we think we're in a Catholic church. <laughs> Nobody's speaking. Come on. Talk back to me. All right. So let's do this again. No matter what we do, if we're going to get married, it's going to do what? Say cost. cost. If we're going to have children, what is it going to do? Cost. If we go to college and get, what's it going to do? Cost. We go to jail, what's it going to do? Cost. We get a divorce, what's it going to do? Now we're getting with it, all right. If we eat healthy, it's going to what? If we eat unhealthy, what it's going to cost? It's called diabetes, high cholesterol, and all those other things. It's going to cost you something, right? OK, now we're ready. See, if you all talk back to me, you won't have to be here all day.
1: All
0: right.
1: And just so we get an understanding, the definition of cost is the amount to be paid.
0: <laughs> what, for- what is this going to cost me? I'm going to sit down and say, what is this going to cost me What is the amount to be paid? What is this going to cost me? i got to figure this out because it's going to cost me something. Do I have enough in my savings? Do I have enough in my spirit, my savings account, my spirit? Do I have enough mentally, emotionally, spiritually to pay the cost of what I want to do? All right?
1: Or also the amount given up in order to get something.
0: Sometimes i got to give up something, right? There's a whole lot to give up, right? You remember when we talked about those wedding vows? To death do us part. Wow. In sickness and health, wow. For richer or poor, wow. Are you ready for that? Are you ready for that? And some folks think that's why they keep going from one to another to another. That's right. And, and if you're getting angry, that means you, you, you're sinful and you're living it, right? right? I hear there's people. Some people don't like me because I'm a little rough. That means you're insecure. Okay. All right? And you don't want to hear the truth, okay? That's right. The truth is supposed to hurt you. How are you going right. to grow it's called Growing Pains. That's right. Yeah, It's Growing Pains. You know? this, is the, you know, this is the best Bible and the worst Bible you'll ever read. This book right here. hurt you. It's painful. Wait a minute. I'm smarter than everybody in here. So I get a double whipping, triple whipping, quadruple triple whipping. Right? So I'm glad to give somebody just a little beating. God, Let's go That's ahead with great. it.
1: <laughs> cost can also cause suffering. Because
0: it's going to cost. There's going to be some suffering. And suffering means that you, know, that, you know, I'm trying to, I need to lose a, a little weight. And, you know, I love banana cream pie and them donuts. Right. Yeah, they got a Dunkin' Donuts. They just built a new one right down the street, in less than <laughs> three minutes from my house. Right? Right? It's gonna cost me, right? They got everything, that whole strip now, you all seen what they're doing on there now. It's got every fast food unto man, right? <laughs> That pays a cost, right? Sometimes, yes, because, you know, my car, sometimes I I hold it and it wants to go that way. (laughs) But, you know, it's going to cost. It's going to cost. It costs you something. And I want you all to get it it costs everything. You need to evaluate what some things is going to make you suffer. You're going to have to suffer a little bit. When you hear the preacher in the pulpit or you read the scriptures, sure, it's going to cost you to live a certain way. Do you understand? This book here is tough. To, to be able to live it. There's a lot of people want it, but they don't want to live it. There's people can preach it, but they don't want to live it. Because it costs to live it. Right. But it's going to cost you in the long run when you don't live it. Right. Amen? Right. All right.
1: What you're speaking of is sacrifice and loss.
0: It's, see, sometimes it's, we, we, it's going to be some sacrifice and some loss. When you start getting your life together, you're going to lose some friends. I'm telling you, that's automatic. You're going to lose some people, right? Because some folks don't want you to do good. And some of those people can be in your family right next to you. They just don't want you to be successful. There are a lot of people that don't want you to have joy. They don't want you to be happy. But if you want to live a Christian life, it's going to cost you. And sometimes that's going to cost you to leave some people behind. All right?
1: And lastly, cost can also cause your health.
0: And it can cost your health. It costs to to stay healthy. Not so much finance. It's not so much the finance part. It costs not to go to the fast food. Come on, say amen. Come on. Amen. All right. It costs not to, to, to eat all that sugar. Isn't that right? Yes. All that alcohol. All these things cost something. And here, I want to be a healthy person. I want to be a healthy woman. This person says, I want to be a healthy woman. But are you willing to suffer and pay the price to do that? I want to be a healthy man, and I'm willing to pay the price to do that. I want to have a healthy relationship. I want my people, I want to have a good, strong, healthy relationship. If you're in a good, strong, healthy relationship, there's going to cause some suffering. Period. You see, I'm suffering tremendously with Sister Gwen. I'm just joking. I'm joking, Sister Gwen. She's going to look at this. I'm joking, all right? You see, but it costs to get to where some other people are. Come on here. You look at some people who got it right, right? And, and, and they're doing good. They're, they're living a good life. I told somebody the other day, you know, I went out and bought me a little sports car that, that goes kind of fast, okay? It's like, it tops out at 180. I'm not going to go 180. Come on, here, yeah, it tops out at 180. I'm not going to go 180. So somebody asked me, well, why did you buy this little sports car? that it go to bragging rights? <laughs> You see, but if, now listen to me, but the speed, the speed limit is still the same. So if I, no matter how fast my car is, if, if I go over the speed limit, what is it going to do? Cost. You understand? You understand what I'm saying? So you can keep it clean and worship and brag about it, but you better go 75 when it went, said, said 75. You know, when the school, when the, when the speed limit was 55, and I would get on I-70, I thought it meant I could go 70, but it really was just 55. <laughs> now I'm just joking. I'm joking. All right, you understand what I'm saying? So things cost us, right? Everything cost us. Look, say that. Everything's got a price. Always remember that. Everything's got a price. You need to weigh up that price and see how much you're getting ready. to. It's going to cost you. Do you understand what I'm saying? All right. This should be a very clear message. If you listen to this message and you, you figure all this stuff out before it starts happening, you'll have a complete life, I'm telling you. All right?
1: All right, in verse 29, so if you're planning to build a new house and you only get the foundation laid and then run out of money.
0: They See, some people start, they plan something new. They want to get their life together. But what happens is they get the foundation right, and then they do what? Run of- they run out of money. Now you've got a, some, a foundation. All right, here we go.
1: And it says that you are going to look pretty foolish.
0: You're going to look pretty foolish. It's a scripture saying you're going to look very foolish, you see. And, and, and you done told all your friends, yeah. I'm building a new house. I'm going on, the, we moving on up to the east side, right? <laughs> going to build me a new house over there, right? And they looking at it. And then they, and you know, they, when you tell them that, they're going to drive by. You know, that's just automatic. Yeah. They're going to meddle, They're going to drive by. That's going to happen, right? And they drive by, and uh, they see you. Uh, uh, with nothing but a foundation. Isn't that right? That's right. Sister Marvin is on call to go to the hospital. Be blessed, son. She's a chaplain doing a good job. We, uh, that's, it costs to be. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Right, right. But see, it, it costs. They drive mine. Old Johnny said he's going to build a new house. Y'all heard what happened? Yeah. He ain't got nothing but some rock out there foundation. <laughs> you see? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah they're going to do that. They're going to do that. That's right. And, and see, so we need to know that when we say sometimes don't watch it, watch this here, because, see, people are listening to see if you can do what you said you were going to do. That's right. All right?
1: And just to go along with that, it says they will poke fun at you and say that you started something that you couldn't finish.
0: And folks want to bring you down. Oh, look at that. Started something couldn't finish. Told you, you didn't have that kind of money trying to be the Joneses. Trying to live like the Joneses. The, you know, the Johnsons can't live like the Joneses. He ain't got, he, he got Jones, he's got the Joneses' attitude and the Joneses' vision with Johnson money won't work. Because there's always somebody looking at you. You hear what I'm saying? Do you all know if you get married and you're a happy couple, you got some people who don't want you to make it? Right. Right. Oh, yeah, they want to come up to you and say, oh, yeah, look at him. I told you it wouldn't work. Told you that they wasn't going to make it because you boasted and said you would. You see? Get in recovery. Tell, tell your family in recovery. I don't know why you're going down there. You ain't going to do nothing with it no way. And start back. Told you she couldn't stop drinking. Told you he couldn't quite. Could, you see what I'm saying? All right. So sit down and add it up. And when you add it up, make sure you're willing to pay the price. All right. Jesus says, if you sit down and want to follow him, that's where this started out last week. He said, you need to pay the pr- think. Can you carry your cross and follow me? What he's saying is, can you pay the cost to follow me? Because it's going to cost you something to follow Christ. That's right. It costs something to follow Christ. All right. It's not an easy. Salvation is easy. But to follow and to walk with Christ and to be Christian-like is hard. All right. All
1: right. He gives us another example in verse 31. Can you imagine a king going into battle against another king, without first deciding whether it is possible with his ten thousand troops to face the twenty thousand troops of the other?
0: See, so you can you imagine a king getting ready? Because remember, we're talking in the scriptures, old time. A warrior getting ready to go to war with ten thousand and it's going to go up against twenty thousand. You better figure that out. You better figure out, is my 10,000 strong enough to win a war against 20,000? Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you all remember Desert Storm? When they had Desert Storm, I can't think of his name now. He's gone away. He thought he could mess with America. Y'all know what happened, how long that took. They went, to America went in there and went, Phew. you see, he didn't weigh up the price. Well, that's life. You go into battle, you better figure out if you got enough stuff to win that battle. And then the next thing is important, she's getting ready to read. And what that is?
1: And if he decides he can't, won't he send an emissary and work out a truce?
0: You better send somebody to talk about that thing. Mm-hmm. Said, wait a minute, can we talk? You see, can we talk about this? Can there be another way? Do you understand what I'm saying? And this is how we do this. Okay? It's called using this. All right. Here we go.
1: Simply put, if you're not willing to take what is dearest to you, whether it be plans or people, and kiss it goodbye, you can't be my disciple.
0: said, if you're going to follow him, he's saying you might have to kiss some things goodbye. Mm-hmm. You see? You didn't like that, did you? No. Guess I know you didn't like it. Say why, Pastor? Why? I didn't like it. But the Bible's right anyway. You see, he says, you may have to kiss some people goodbye. It don't matter who they are. Say, so I'm going to follow Christ. And if you ain't going to follow Christ, I've got to kiss you goodbye. You see, Paul says, follow me as I follow Christ. I told these men, say, so you follow me as I follow Christ. Do you understand it? And some folks, they want to come to church, but they don't want to follow Christ. See, so they ain't going to follow you, Right. You understand what I'm saying? Ladies, I'm telling you, when you get in your life, you make up your mind you want to follow Christ, you may have somebody sitting right next to you that don't want to follow Christ. And that's going to be a long... Now you're unequally yoked. Don't be going home getting no divorces and all that silly stuff. Teach your kids and your grandkids that. The Bible says don't be unequally yoked. The reason it says don't be unequally yoked, it means if one's following Christ and the other's not, you're going to have some issues. Amen? That's just a fact, right? And so, what we're trying to do is we're trying to learn how to handle and deal with life's issues. Because there's been some times when I felt that I only had 10,000 and I was up against 20,000. Has anybody ever been there?
1: Yes, amen. All
0: right, here we go.
1: In verse 34, he gives us another example Salt is excellent, but if the salt goes flat, it's useless.
0: In other words, salt's a good thing. Remember, we're talking about the biblical days, but when the salt goes flat, it's useless. Talk's a good thing. Christian talks a good thing. But when it goes flat, what? It's useless. Testifying is a good thing. But when it goes flat, it's useless. Talking about being a Christian and, and it goes flat is useless. Because, see, people can see when you lose your favor. Yes. yes. All right.
1: Are you listening to this?
0: And I love the way he said, are you listening to this? Are you really listening? To what's being said across this pulpit, because let me tell you, there's some of you came in here and I know you, you were doing very good. But when did you lose your life? When did you lose that? You need to ask yourself. The commentary is very good. I use the commentary of life and I love the commentary of life because I'm one that believes that everybody's in recovery of some kind. The one thing that bothers me sometimes is when uh, recovery here at 630 on Tuesdays, how few people show up. There ought to be more people in recovery. Well, somebody may say, but I'm not an alcoholic. I'm not a drug addict. No, recovery means anything that's enslaving you, that's putting the yoke of slavery upon you. And they, and they deal with every issue. They deal with issues other. And one thing about it, I'm not in that class because people are not comfortable. When the pastor's sitting there talking about their things, don't know. He probably knows more about them things than they know about them things. But they're uncomfortable. So, but some of you need to go there and get that because you live in a lie. And these people will give you the, they will help you to understand what recovery is. This is what this whole lesson's about, because many people, and some of you in here, you have failed because you didn't add up the cost. And when you don't add up the cost, it brings stress and frustration into your life. And then what do you do? We, we start feeding our appetite. Do you understand? So we have to go to the commentary recovery. You ready for this? Yes? Yes. OK.
1: All right, so the commentary says counting the cost. Now,
0: counting the cost. This is what we're talking about in our life. We're talking about counting the cost to being a Christian, living a Christian life. It costs you something in every aspect. Do you know it's, it's, it's a, when you become a Christian, whether it be when you say I'm a husband, you're a Christian husband. <laughs> right? First, wife, Christian first. That's cost, even in your household. That's a different cost than not being one. Does that make sense? You see, because there are different rules for non-Christians than for Christians. Non-Christians, they don't pay the price that Christians do. Because when Christians don't, Christians pay the price of being disobedient. Because the scripture tells us how to live each life as an individual, as a God-man, as a husband, as a father, as a grandfather, as a friend, isn't that right? In the body of Christ. We have laws and rules, and it hurts to follow these laws and rules. Do you understand? Say yes. 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 Come on, y'all. <laughs> I need help. I'm tired. <laughs> All right.
1: Counting the cost applies not only to the decision to follow Jesus.
0: See, see, not only follow. See, I got to count. I want to follow, and it, 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 that's why I don't like opening the doors of church sometimes because people say they want to follow. You joining the church. No, no. You giving your life to Christ. You following Jesus. You just come here, sitting down, right, uh, listening. But following Jesus is a whole different thing. Do you see? All right? And it costs to follow him. All right?
1: But it also speaks of our need to weigh the cost of recovery. See,
0: see when it, it speak, you gotta, you got to really weigh the cost of recovery. When you weigh the cost of recovery, anybody that's in recovery will tell you they have to be in recovery 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And it costs you something. You got to go to meetings and you got to deal with stuff. You got to work recovery. The reason people, recovery has never failed anybody. People has failed recovery. Because if you go by the principles of recovery, you'll be okay. Christianity has never failed anybody. People fail Christianity. Because if you go by the morals and the principles of Christianity, you won't fail. Amen?
1: Amen. All right. A searching and fearless moral inventory of our life is required.
0: See, what has to happen is, I don't know what step that is, but you're supposed to be taking a fearless inventory. When I take inventory of my life, I'm going to find some stuff in there that's got to be worked on, right? And then we're getting that spiritual mirror. You say you want to have a better life? You want to live a Christian life? You want the blessings of God? Then you got to take inventory. If you don't have them, there's a reason behind it. So I take Take, take a good look inside you. Well, that t- takes inventory. I guarantee you, most of you in here, let me do it, 99.9 9. 9 of you in here, got stuff at home you can't never wear again ever. <laughs> uh, you see what I'm saying? And if you would take, yeah, you know what I'm saying. If you would take inventory of your house, somebody else could have some clothes that can wear them. Amen? Amen. That's right. Well, that, that's our life. There are some things in our life that we need to take inventory of our life. And, 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 and see, because you're keeping that junk around, it's, it's, it's clogging up space for something blessing to come in new. Some people can't, they live an old life because they, they, they want to live an old life, but they want an old message. I'm not going to give you an old message. If you get saved, it's called a new created spirit in Christ. That's what salvation is. And then you are a righteous man or a righteous woman. That's, isn't that right? And you're supposed to walk that way. Isn't that right? that costs to do that all right okay Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) if our commitment to jesus and recovery are more valuable to us than our compulsion addiction or dysfunctional behavior then recovery in the fullest sense will be realized
0: see it will be realized you ask these people to recover when they get here they got it they got it. They get it. They got to come to the point in their life when they say it, this is the only thing that's going to work, and this is the only way it's going to work. And I've got to live this. It's going to hurt. It's going to be painful. But if I am going to stay in recovery, because they want to stay, because they don't want to back, they don't want to go back. But it takes this. Well, let me tell you this this morning. The information that you're getting this morning will work in your life. That's right. You understand? That's right. But you got to work it. Because let me tell you, your appetite doesn't change. You just got to put a harness on that bad boy. That's right. Do you understand what I'm saying? You see, let me tell you all, see, I'm looking good. I'm pretty good right now. You understand what I'm saying? Look at me. I'm looking pretty good right now. Right. Feeling good about Jesus right now. Holy Spirit's working me right now. Hey, hey, but guess what? Sin is still dormant. Yes. And see, see, and if I don't stay in recovery, see, I think I'm there. And y'all have heard Sister Gwen doing her Sunday classes. You think you fix and when you think you fixed, then you're in trouble because that means that you ain't got nothing else to work on. And when you think you fixed, that means you think you safe. And when you think you safe, you really got an issue coming on. You see, so some of us have to stay in the word of God. We have to stay there. We have to acknowledge the power of the Holy Spirit has to take control of our lives or we will live under the yoke of slavery. That would be our addiction or whatever our sin is. Is that good teaching? Yes. All right.
1: If we cannot give up the pleasures of our sinful lifestyle, our recovery will be short-lived.
0: If we can't forgive it, it's going to be short-lived. Your spiritual life is only determined by how hard and how, I can't think of a word, how much you put into living the right type of life. You got to put some work in this thing. Do you understand? The worst thing that ever happened to me was Christianity. The best thing that ever happened to me is Christianity. Do you understand what I'm saying? And see, see, you, see, see, when I first started reading this, I wanted to stay back here in the Old Testament. <laughs> I got to reading that New Testament, and God wants to hold me accountable? I got to be held accountable? Well, you see, that's why some people don't want to go to church, and a lot of y'all don't like talking to me. <laughs> yeah, anybody talk to me, yeah, they huh? don't want here. I'm gonna hold you accountable. Yeah, they don't like the way I get with them, right? right. I'm so glad to get with somebody up in their face that I just feel great. <laughs> Cause this got up into my face so much and whipped me so much I can't wait to get somebody. Right. Because here's what's happening. There's many people in the church failing. We're fading from 4,000 churches a year are closing. There are five churches in Kansas City, Missouri, inner city. Churches larger than this one looking for pastors, Satan, all Baptist churches. Satan's got an all attack out on ministers and pastors and an all attack on the churches because we're trying to give a goody-goody-feel-good ministry. This ain't what it's all about here. It's about the truth. The Bible says, and you'll know the truth, and the truth will set you free. The truth of it is salvation is easy, but walking as a Christian is a hard walk. It's a hard walk, right? Being a good God, man, it's hard to do that, you pay up. Being a good husband, it's hard to do that. Father, all these mothers, wives, this is hard to do this. But we made a commitment to Christ, didn't we? we that's what we say. And he's made a commitment to us and gave us a road map to success. It's called the Bible. And so if you're hurting in here and you're upset, that's your cross. Carry and follow him. That's right. Carry and follow him. Then he said last week, I don't have it here, but last week he said, pick it up and follow me. I remember a couple of the disciples, remember they were arguing over who was going to be at the right hand, who's going to be at the left hand, and, 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 G, and they could drink. Jesus said to them, do you think you can drink out a cup I'm getting ready to drink out of? And they said yes, and they didn't know they were. What that means, they were going to be crucified. Uh, one of them got his head cut off, right? Do you see what I'm saying? It is a price. Are you willing to pay? Let me tell you something here. How many want to be just, want to have great relationships? Say amen. amen. The amen. ones that do. How many want to have great relationships, strong families, spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, financially? How many want to have that? It's going to cost you. It's going to cost you. But let me tell you, the rewards when you pay the price are better than the rewards when you don't do what's right, all right? I have no idea where I'm at.
1: Lastly, no. the commentary says, we will compromise our commitment and remain enslaved to our dependency and its painful consequences. See,
0: see, what's going to happen is we, when you compromise, you're going backwards, and you're going to be consequences. And those consequences are painful. And some of you know what I'm talking about in here. Some of you all know what are exactly what I'm talking about. It, it, it hurts sometimes to, to pay those consequences. You see, some people are looking at me in here now because I'm a health guy, right? It's going to cost you if you don't figure out what you need to eat and what you don't need to eat. It's going to cost you financially if you don't handle your money. Retirement. I'm talking about life. It's going to cost you if you don't discipline your household. It costs you something. But you got to make up your mind. Am I willing to pay the price? There's a book I get on parents all the time. It's called... Parenting is not for cowards. I didn't write the book, but it's good. Parenting is not for cowards. You know what happens when you're not a good parent and you don't discipline your children? It costs you. Because lawyers ain't free. That's
1: right. That's right.
0: That was good too. Man, <laughs> <all right. laughs> That's why I do that. Get excited. Verse 34, I
1: guess.
0: Okay. I get so excited I lose what I'm at. at. Right, now, so I really like this, what I'm getting ready to do here, okay?
1: All right, so we're going to read verse 34 and 35 from The Voice. Don't be like salt that has lost its taste.
0: See, don't be like salt has lost its taste. Don't be like some people you know who's lost its taste. When a person's like lost their taste, they'll eat anything. That's right. They'll hear anything. That's right. All right?
1: How can its saltiness be restored?
0: <laughs> and how can you get it restored? It's a long journey back home. That's right. Ooh, yeah, it is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Flavorless salt is absolutely worthless.
0: And I've seen it. I've seen people who really had it, lost it, mm-hmm. became worthless. That's right. We keep going.
1: You can't even use it as fertilizer.
0: So remember, Jesus talked to those people, said, You can't even use it as fertilizer. I love this. I love this. this is good. You all think I talk bad. You all listen to some of the stuff in this Bible. <laughs> <laughs> all right?
1: He goes on to say, so it's worth less than manure. Uh,
0: go ahead and read it loud. Don't, don't try to be quiet. We'll read it from the scripture. <laughs> Said it's worth less. Yes, this is, this is the, I'll do it. This is worse than manure. This is from the voice. <laughs> the, yes, that's what it's saying, manure. I like that. I, when I'm outside, I may not say manure, but I'm talking about the same thing <laughs> that this is saying here. Uh-huh. You see what I'm talking about? It's the same thing. Yes, it is. That's cozy. That's what it says. This is coming from an interpretation of the Bible. It's like manure. That's right. So, some of you need to quit. It said, quit spreading manure. That's what it says here. I'm looking at it. That's what it says here. That's right. Come on here. I'm loving this. Keep reading.
1: <laughs> Don't just listen to my words here. Get the deeper meaning. He says,
0: get the deeper meaning. There's a deep meaning in that. Yes. There's a dip meaning in that that some things are worth. Right. Some things ain't worth. That's right. Manure. <laughs> 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 all right, here we go. We're going to do it from the life recovery. All right. Uh, that's right. Come on, y'all laughing. But well, I'm glad. Don't be going around and say, Pastor said, no, no, no. I didn't write that. <laughs> Paul said dong. Didn't he say that? Go home and look up. Paul, yes, in the King James Version, that's what he says. Go home and look it up. That's right. So I ain't as bad as you all thought. eh? (laughs) Here we go. All
1: right. Salt is good for seasoning. But if it loses its flavor, how do you make it salty again?
0: You know, conversation is good when it has a seasoning in it. But when this conversation loses its flavor, what good is
1: it? That's right.
0: You understand what I'm saying? All right? Visions are good, but when you can't pursue that vision, you see? What good is it when it loses its favor? When you say you love somebody, but you don't show that love, what good is it? You see? There's a scripture where in the Revelations it says that told the church, go back to your first love. did not it say that? Yes. You lost your first love. There's a great song years ago by a great singer. Somebody said, I love you. The song says, but you don't send me flowers anymore. Mm-hmm. You've lost the ingredients. You want me to make a plain? Say, make a plain, Pastor.
1: Make a plain.
0: You're telling me you love me, but there ain't nothing behind it. There's no ingredients in it.
1: That's right.
0: That's what it's talking about here. That's right. All right.
1: Flavorless salt is good neither for the soul, nor for the manure pile. (laughs) I can't even say it. You got me laughing.
0: (laughs) Flavorless song is worthless. Uh, It is. And this is what it says. It's not even good for a manure pile. The life covering revival. We need to get it. And we need to learn to start recognizing when somebody's bringing that to us. And I don't care if it's from the pulpit all the way down. Get it right. Get this thing right in here. And we are people in here. You have belong to Christ Temple North. Y'all been around me for years. We get it right in here. I was thinking about Brother Steve Burrell back there. Um, I always pronounce t- it wrong. But I remember when he was able to come to me, he probably forgot that. We were at Park College, and I was coaching there, and he had his daughter there. And there were some folks there that were little shaky guys. And he told me, keep an eye on my daughter. Her name is Charmaine. Charmaine. You remember that? Because he didn't, he knew, he didn't know. And he didn't know I was a minister. And to, yeah. Come on, get some people in your life that's not going to give you a bunch of manure and put some people in your life that's going to help you grow and, and deal with it. And you need to go to a church where somebody will challenge you, that will you. There is a challenge in your life and a challenge with this world. We need to be challenged and take the challenge. But it's going to cost us to take the challenge, but we can do better. We can do better, and we ought to accept the challenge, pay the cost because I want to do better. Amen. I'm getting ready quick because I already got in my coaching mode there. (laughs) All right. All right, here we go. Last thing.
1: Yep, last thing says anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand.
0: Anyone, the Bible says anyone with ears should listen and get an understanding. I don't go to now it's nice to go to church. Praise and worship is good. That's what you give God. Praise and worship is for God. That's your gift to God. God's gift to you is me telling you, or whoever's up here, telling you how to live your life. That's a great message, a strong message. You should applaud if you don't. It was good anyhow. That's right. (laughs) Huh? Amen? Amen? Amen. Amen. Come on, minister. Is God good? Yes. Yeah, yes. Are we ready for the challenge? Yes. Are we ready for the challenge? Yes. I can do I can do all things, all things through, Christ through Christ which strengthens me. Which strengthens I, can do I can do all things, all things through, Christ, through Christ, Christ which strengthens me. Which strengthens I'm willing, me. I'm willing to, pay cost, to pay the cost to be a Christian, to, a Christian, to walk the Christian walk, to walk a because Christian in, walk me that's in me is all I need, all I through, need the through the Spirit of Christ to live a victorious life. Now give a God a victorious. hand clap. All right, all right. All right, all right. If you haven't taken Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior,